Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. It's Wednesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Technically, it's still spring, but summertime shy feels like it's already upon us. The trees are filling out. The beaches are full. We outside. And warm weather also means more cyclists, more pedestrians, and more traffic on the roads. With an increase also in road construction in the Chicago area, some biking advocates say they're concerned for their safety. Just yesterday, a cyclist was seriously injured on the northwest side. Sharon Hoyer bikes in the city, and she was on WBEZ's daily talk show Reset, raising awareness. There's a lot of parking in bike lanes, which can cause grave injury to cyclists when they're forced out into traffic, especially in the summer. There's people walking. There's movement in every direction. You need to be extremely alert and extremely attentive. Hoyer and others say they are working to find the safest routes and most protective gear. But they're also calling on city officials to make streets safer for biking, including citywide protected bike lanes. You can read more about concerns from other cyclists in the city, including parents, in a story by my colleague Courtney Kippers. That's at WBEZ.org. Last month, I mentioned that scathing report from Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul. It found that since 1950, more than 450 Catholic clergy and religious brothers abused nearly 2,000 victims. My colleague Alex Degman is reporting that now a coalition of clergy sex abuse victims and their advocates is demanding more information and transparency. David Clossy with the Survivors Network of Those Abused by Priests, or SNAP, says several names are still missing from the lists of credibly accused. These are 149 men against whom abuse allegations have been substantiated already by Catholic officials elsewhere. But these men are or were in Illinois, so they should be on the Illinois church credibly accused list. Clossy says more than two dozen are in Illinois right now. He also wants changes in existing law, so it'll be easier to go after priests who are accused of sexual abuse. Yesterday, I mentioned that the Chicago Bears are considering other options for a new stadium after some unexpected property tax changes in Arlington Heights. And it looks like one of the possibilities could be in Naperville, a west suburb. The Bears officials met with Naperville's mayor last week to talk about the team's potential move from Soldier Field. WBEZ's sports contributor Cheryl Ray Stout also was on reset. She says the team is likely looking for leverage. They spent $197.2 million just to buy the property. They're spending $3 million right now for the demolition. Why would you spending all this money and you're not going to stay there to do it? I'll keep you posted on where they end up. And now for a few quick hits. The Sun-Times is reporting on new efforts to reduce racial disparities in the criminal justice system. The Cook County State's Attorney's Office says it will no longer object to waiving court fees for low-income defendants. Fines and fees help fund the court system, but the office said people of color and folks in poverty are contributing disproportionately to that funding. The office said this policy is in line with other measures it's been taking, like expunging cannabis convictions. 
And the Chicago Department of Public Health is launching a new study called Heat Watch 2023. Block Club is reporting that the goal is to map out which parts of the city are most impacted by heat waves caused by climate change. And they're looking for volunteers to help monitor temperatures in their neighborhoods. You can learn more at Chicago.gov. Happy birthday to the CTA. 131 years ago today, Chicago's first elevated train carried passengers along a short route on the south side. Then eventually, the Chicago Transit Agency was born. Now, this was before electricity, when rail cars ran on little steam locomotives. In honor of the anniversary, you can still visit the city's oldest rail car, dubbed Car One, at the Chicago History Museum. The owners of the Chicago Sky have sold 10% of the team to a new group of investors, all women, including co-owner of the Cubs, Laura Ricketts. The Chicago Tribune is reporting that the minority share was sold for $8.5 million, which raised the team's value to $85 million. That now makes the Sky's valuation second in the whole WNBA behind the Seattle Storm. Their value went up to $130 million earlier this year. In the weather today, it should be pretty nice out, bright and sunny, but a little windy. Temperatures in the mid-70s. And that's it for now, but later today, the Supreme Court. It's nine people, nine, with a lot of power for the rest of their lives. How did he get that power? And why does it feel like the Supreme Court is in the news and all up in our lives so much more now? In recent terms, we have just seen an acceleration of the court taking on cases on really important social issues on which people are really divided. University of Chicago professor Sarah Konsky is going to help us demystify the Supreme Court. That's today at 2 o'clock on The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you then.